Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Rose by an astonishing 11% last year. All signs of a booming property market or evidence of a bubble about to burst. Uh, the first myhome.ie residential survey is out and it says that we will avoid another property crash. And Connell McQuilla is the author of that survey and the chief economist with Davy. Good morning and happy new year to you, Connell. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for coming in. So, no crash, but there might be a slowdown. Well, there's certainly going to be a slowdown. Uh, this quarter's My Home Report shows asking prices fell for a second successive quarter. Uh, so we've seen double-digit territory in terms of house price inflation early in 2022. Yeah. Um, that will certainly slow towards single-digit territory by the end of the year. But I think we'll probably see a few price declines through the turn of the year, as you usually do during mm-hmm. the winter, during the quiet uh, winter period. But I suppose what will really kind of govern the uh, the housing market uh, this year, 2023, is first of all how the economy does. And for now... It, Employment seems reasonably robust. Uh, we're not seeing uh, job cuts or anything like that mm-hmm. in the economy. But also the surprise decision by the central bank uh, to loosen its mortgage lending. That rates. was interesting, wasn't it? Now, some of us, Connell, are old enough to remember when people were talking about soft landings in the housing market in 2009. Uh, you're too young, obviously, to remember that. Uh, but you'll forgive us for being a little bit sceptical when we hear uh, things will be OK after soaring away in 2022. You're very kind. I remember it only too well. I was actually working in the Bank of England in, in the depths of the financial crisis at the time. Um, in terms of where we look at house prices, in terms of valuations, we think the average house price is around 7.7 times the average income at the moment. So if you earn €100,000, you, you can borrow uh, up to 770 Well, the average house price is around uh, €370,000 uh, mm. at the moment. So... Uh, that's around 7.7 times the average income of just under €50,000. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's nowhere near as stretched as where it was during the Celtic Tiger era. If you look okay. at the mortgage market up until now, we've had the mortgage lending rules where there's been the three and a half times threshold on mortgage lending. Mm-hmm. That's been quite strict, actually, by European standards. Yeah. If you look at Europe, I think investors are more concerned with places like the UK and the Nordic countries. Ironically, it's the places like Portugal, Spain, Ireland, where we had a very difficult Celtic Tiger period. and you know, The so-called big, pigs. A big correction uh, during that period but maybe less concerned that with the sort of very strict rules up until now on mortgage lending that there's less likely to be in a, a bubble. So effectively for the past five, six years, the central bank has kept uh, households in check, stopped them from taking on high levels of debt and held back house prices. That's going to change from today. Mm-hmm. From today, that three and a half times threshold has increased for first-time buyers to four times. Mm-hmm. And as first-time buyers are able to take on more debt and compete for house prices with that debt, that's likely to drive up or add momentum to house price inflation, I think, as you go through the year. The central bank itself has estimated the change in the rules could add 8% to house prices over three years. Perhaps that might happen a little bit more quickly if people are competing for homes aggressively, as we see at the moment. So there is the risk, of course, that, that the relaxation of the rules could be inflationary, could just push up house prices rather than make it affordable for certain income groups. Well, it's certainly going to push up house prices. The only question is how fast. Mm. Um, it may help housing construction. So there's a lot of concerns around viability in housing. Uh, some of the housing starts data have decelerated a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly not a concern around viability. But, you know, the housing starts data have been actually, re- the, the November number is quite strong, 2,400. 28,000 housing units yeah. were, um, are due to be completed, were, were completed last year, according to your report. Slightly better than you had anticipated. 
It has been. Um, I think if you look last year, there's a lot of concerns around viability. The industry would have predicted a number well below that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outturn has beaten expectations. But early last year, we saw housing starts running at an annual total mm. of 35,000. They've come uh, back. They've moderated. So we would have been originally thinking maybe 2023 might have been the year in which housing completions would rise above 30,000 units. Mm-hmm. Getting towards the sort of estimates of demand from population growth and jobs growth that people have been talking about. And that looks like it's not going to happen now. It'll be maybe 27,000, 28,000 again this year. Some people would argue even lower. Uh, and I suppose what you're seeing there is the effect of rising materials costs, um, uh, hurting uh, housing construction and you know maybe delaying some of those development plans yeah, so, that we would have expected. So the cost of building a house has soared due to inflationary reasons and supply chain issues and all that kind of stuff. So house prices are more expensive to build. We, we get that. Um, but the government has introduced its housing for all policy to make it easier to build and to free up housing stock. Is that side of things working? Well, the housing for all policy is largely around social housing. And it's quite clear the social housing targets will not be met uh, for the third or fourth year running. Um, I mean, each year in the budget, the government has said we'll put two million aside for 10,000 or so social houses to be built. Mm -hmm. We haven't come close to doing that. And I think there needs to be a much more realistic debate about the ability of local authorities and approved housing bodies to actually deliver the targets on housing for all. On the private home building side, um, we have the first time buyer scheme where you can get this 20% equity loan. Uh, The central bank rules are being loosened. Uh, And those will, in the short term, help viability of housing. But I fear that over the next two, three years, I mean, these are inflationary policies. They add to demand. Uh, they ha- they will help builders meet the higher materials costs mm. uh, we've mentioned. But we may, may well find in two or three years' time that as their effect peters out, uh, the initial positive impact on profit margins in the construction sector is eroded. And we're back to where we started from. And so that sort of reinforces, you know, that sort of lends itself to the view that it's really planning, it's structural reforms, it's a much more difficult political uh, issues uh, that sort of hold back housing that need, really need to be addressed. And, you know, we have seen the, the movements and planning and we'll see how, how those... And vacant free. properties and, and releasing vacant. Before we go, the arrival of 70,000 Ukrainian refugees has put pressure on housing supply. Um, are they going to be housed differently or counted differently or are they going to have an impact on the housing supply? Well, I think that's a little bit beyond the scope of the My Home Report. Um, look, it's a very serious issue for them. Yeah. Uh, it is putting pressure on the rental market. As we know, the rental market is extremely tight. Rents up 11%. Uh, through last year uh, to November. Uh, so the rental market is, you know, under pressure and there's a lack of housing and, you know, taking on additional refugees will, you know, only adds to that problem. Thank you, Connell. Thanks for coming in and hope you have a great 2023. That's Connell McQuilla, the author of the MyHome.ie Residential Survey and Chief Economist with Davy. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.